Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. Hopefully it makes, uh, makes your day pass a little better, whether it's laundry or dishes, diapers, cleaning, driving up and down the road, getting ready for work, winding down in the evenings by a fire, by yourself or with the family. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're staying warm wherever you are, especially if you're in the northern hemisphere right now. Because we have a lot of y'all spread all over the place, so I hope that you're warm. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere right now, like down in Australia, where we've had some listeners know that we're just a little bit jealous. Although snow, snow is pretty for a while, as a good friend of mine says, and then it gets kind of old. Not a lot on the homestead, folks. It's cold. Trying to keep every thing and everyone warm and not frozen. (laughs) Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them and their families. God, and bless them. Help us across the world, Lord, to turn back to you and your Son, Jesus Christ or to turn to you for the first time. Be with those who are hurting and alone. Especially those who are that way because they've stood up for you. Be with our our brothers and our sisters in Christ in every country, in every place. Comfort them. Heal their wounds. Heal their broken hearts. Give them your peace. Comfort them. Give them your strength. Help them to feel your presence. Surround them with your angels. And give them and us all, Lord, the strength to run the race all the way to the end. And bring us home to you. And God, my work to your Father. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So this is going to be, I think, a really full podcast. And I'm going to talk about socialism. So I say this often. It's a quote that I stole and then kind of rearranged a little bit, very little, added my own tidbit from Anne Rind, if I'm pronouncing that name. It's a lady that I wrote, that that wrote, I believe, Atlas Shrugged. And I might have that completely wrong, folks. Now I'm doubting myself. I don't have it in front of me. At any rate, 
the quote was something along the lines of socialism, communism, fascism, Nazism, they're all just the same, right? And or they're the same versions of evil. And that's true, though. Socialism, communism, Nazism, fascism, and modern leftism, they're all just different shades of the same monstrous evil. The path may be different, slightly. The execution along the path is different, but the end result is still the same. The 20th century shows it time and time and time again. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about the socialists, the Nazis, right, in Germany. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about the communists in China, Russia. And you could throw in Muslims. Doesn't matter whether you're talking about North Korea. You look at, at the 20th century and these, these different places, completely different places, right? That's, that's why it's, So true, folks, because you have these completely different ethnicities, completely different places around the world, completely, well, in a sense, different histories in these different places. And yet when these ideologies are practiced, you end up with the deaths of millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions in the case of China. It's a number so big it's hard to even conceive. And what I'm not an expert on, and what I didn't know, is that a number of the early colonies here in the United States were set up based on socialism. So everybody worked supposedly, and everybody shared in the work. Well, anybody with half a brain, which we don't have a lot today, apparently, can look at that situation. Let me back up. Any teacher, find a good teacher. Ask them what would happen if they started averaging their students' grades. So they took all the grades, they gave a test or any assignment, and they took all the grades, and they averaged them, and everybody got the average. If, if the teacher that you're talking to is even remotely honest, this is what they're going to tell you, some version of this. The, the bad students, whether that meant that they didn't have the ability or that they were lazy, were going to get worse because they knew they could just depend on the good students. And so their grades were going to drop even lower. And then the good students, whether they worked really hard or had ability or both, their grades were also going to get worse because they didn't see any point in trying if their work was just going to be given to others. And so the overall average for the class was going to drop. That's what's going to happen. 
And that's what happened in these early colonies. And so I'm going to read you just a little quote out of the Founder's Bible. This is George Percy, who was an official in the Jamestown. Yeah, colony. And I think this is called the starving time. Or this was about that period, around 1609. Now all of us at Jamestown beginning to feel that sharp prick of hunger, which no man truly described, but he which hath tasted the bitterness thereof. Then, having fed upon horses and other beasts as long as they lasted, we were glad to make shift with vermin as dogs, cats, rats, and mice, and to eat boots, shoes, or any other leather some could come by. And now, famine beginning to look ghastly and pale in every face, that nothing was spared to maintain life, and to do those things which seem incredible as to dig up dead corpses out of graves, and to eat them. And some have licked up the blood which hath fallen from their weak fellows. And amongst the rest, this was most lamentable, that one of our colony murdered his wife, ripped the child out of her womb, and threw it into the river, and after chopped the mother in pieces and salted her for his food. I probably should have given a warning first, and I apologize to those of y'all that have a queasy stomach or, or don't like listening to this stuff, but I, I can't remember if we did a podcast on this earlier this last year or not, but you look at the, the modern day organ harvesting that's going on in China with some people still being alive while they're harvesting their organs. And it's, it's widespread. And it's used particularly on political distance, people that the communists don't like politically for whatever reason. There's a particular faith group over there that I can't remember the name of right now, but they're targeted. Cutting people open while they're still alive, folks, and taking their organs out. Just, just think about that in addition to this Jamestown. And then look at the brutalities. Look at the testing that was done on Jews in Nazi Germany. Look at the just the plain old purposeful starvation of their own citizens under Stalin in the USSR. When you take away God and you go down one of these paths, socialism, leftism, communism, fascism, Nazism, again, leftism, you're going to end up at this point. It's, it's just a matter of time. It's unbelievable, in a sense, that we here in America are so arrogant that we think we can avoid those kind of results that have been, without exception, 
without one exception, those countries that have practiced these ideologies. And before y'all even try and throw Europe right now today, the only reason Europe's even remotely in the shape that they're in today, as far as any good that's still there, is because of the vestiges of Christianity that are still in place there. And those are being torn down at the rapid rate from churches to just the failing Christian population, etc. As those go away, those socialist countries are going to become more and more aligned with this path that leads to these evils. And so the arrogance to think that in America we're going to somehow avoid this. And it's really... It's really, I guess, maybe arrogance and cowardice. It's arrogant, arrogance on the part of the people that vote for the left. And it's cowardice on the part of the people on the right that think that we can continue to just coexist peacefully and reconcile with those on the left. We're going to end up here, folks. Just sure as one plus one equals two. And no, that's not racist. It's just math. We're going to end up here. It's just like a physics problem. You don't get to change the laws of physics just because you don't like the outcome of a particular problem. Just because we don't like the outcome and we're Americans, that doesn't mean it's going to be any different. The outcome's still going to be the same. We're not special. Not in the sense of being able to make the rules of God and nature change. A Jamestown uh, quote was pretty impressive, and there's a number of others. Uh, I'm going to read one more. This is talking about Governor Thomas Dale. He came in think at the end of the starving time, and this is a quote about how he ruled. He ruled with a rod of iron. He enforced Smith's rule by whipping those who would not work. And he wisely began to break down the old system of holding all property in common. He gave three acres of land to each of the old colonists and let them have time to work for themselves. This change was helpful for men were willing to work for themselves. A few years later, women were brought over, and the men came to have real homes here. With homes and wives and families, men were willing to stay in America. You pull a couple of Bible verses out here, Second Thessalonians 3.10, If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. 1 Timothy 5.8, but if anyone does not provide for his own, especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. That one I have talked about often in reference to illegal immigration, folks. If we don't take care of our own American brothers and sisters here, we have our own people here that need our help before we start flooding the country with criminals, which there's nothing kind or caring about that anyway, folks. But it's it's pretty bad when we won't even take care of our own. 
there's a little clip actually sidetracked for a second. There's a little clip that I saw within the last few days. It was produced by PragerU. Uh, and you know what? If some of that, if that turns you off as soon as I give you the source sometimes, that says a lot more about you. But there's a young man and he was throwing numbers out and he was talking about how many billions of dollars the criminal immigrants cost us each year, the illegal immigrants cost us each year. And he was talking about the number of border walls we could have built. He was talking about the number of homeless that we could have housed. He was talking about the number of residents in Hawaii that suffered that fire last year that could have been the amount of money that could have been given them to recover. He was talking about our homeless veterans that we have, men who were willing to risk life and limb for their nation that are now living on the streets that we could have housed and money we could have given them. It's astounding. We have all these people, all these Americans that need our help, and yet we're we're taking, we're stealing money from them via taxation. Because we have today, instead of taxation without representation, we have representation without taxation. We're stealing money from Americans to give to criminals over other Americans who need our help. It would be hard to imagine. Uh, there's some out there. There's a lot out there, sadly. Americans that would be upset about giving money to homeless veterans, for example, to helping them house them, feed them, clothe them. There's, there's quite a few, sadly. But most would not. But that's not what we're doing. We're not giving them money. We're giving it to people that are coming into the country illegally. Anyway, that's a huge sidetrack. I'm sorry. We got a couple more. Well, maybe just one more because it's a pretty long quote. Uh, or maybe I'll read a shorter one first and then see if I can finish the long one. These are a couple from Thomas Jefferson. Agriculture, manufacturers, commerce, navigation. The four pillars of our prosperity are the most thriving when left most free to individual enterprise. Again, in his inaugural address, the proper role of government, a wise and frugal government, this is Thomas Jefferson, is one which shall restrain men from injuring one another, which shall leave them otherwise free to regulate their own pursuits of industry and improvement, and shall not take from the mouth of labor the bread it has earned. This is the sum of good government. That's it, folks. External defense, internal justice, and leave people alone. And where do those principles come from? They come from the principles of Christ. And as you take those principles away, you lose that liberty. There's a lot of folks out there that want to they, they want to say, I don't want anything to do with God. Just leave me alone and let me work. The problem is when you don't have the principles of Christ at the center of our American Republic, you're not going to be left alone. People are going to come take your bread that you earned, that you worked for. They're going to come take the results of your industry and improvement and give it to others that haven't earned it. And I'll give you a perfect example. And this is a personal example. And it's going to be quick and this is going to be the end. And I could, I could break this down a lot more, folks. My wife and I moved into an old farmhouse years ago. And we put a ton of backbreaking work into this place. Had some quite a few people that helped us too, neighbors 
from church, friends, and family. We put a ton of work into this place. What do you think happened to our taxes on our own property that had been in my family, our family, for over a century and a half when we made improvements to our own place? We get taxed more. They take more from us because we had the industry and the work ethic to go out and fix a place up. And we'll try and talk about it on the next podcast, but this has those people that tell you that Christianity is socialistic and communistic, they they don't know what they're talking about. Absolutely don't know what they're talking about. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.